Is the sky falling in at Timenios? GCN, WTF, and David Lapartion goes to war in the mud over cyclocross. All in the Saturday supplement from the Cycling Legends podcast, powered by VivLavello.cc. Welcome everybody to the Saturday Supplement from the Cycling Legends podcast. It's Saturday the 18th of November at the end of a week that just seems to be endless bad news in one way, shape or form. Um, never mind, we've got some good news coming up. We've got some Black Friday specials at the Cycling Legends podcast, amazingly. Uh, not like us to, to jump on a commercial bandwagon in any way, shape or form. Um, but we'll tell you about that later on in the show. Um, but firstly, yeah, let's get down to the bad news. Um, I think the, the big thing this week was the announcement that as of the 19th of December, the, the GCN Plus Challenge app um, will be no more. Uh, the owners, uh, Warner Bros. Discovery, um, have decided that they're going to consolidate all their uh, their sporting cycling output in one place, which um, sadly is the, is the Discovery Plus um, subscription, which, so what does it mean? Well... I mean, I guess if you if you if you're one of the GCN guys, it, it puts your future on, in a lot of uncertainty. Um, Cy Richardson and Dan Lloyd um, had a um, a video on the uh, the YouTube channel and on the on the GCN app um, the past week saying that GCN as a brand will continue, um, which um, is is a good thing. Obviously, GCN existed before. Um, the the uh, the app and and the, the the streaming service appeared in 2021. Um, so you know, I first thoughts are to everybody that's involved with that. There's a huge team that does an awful lot of good stuff. Um, on you know, not just on the app, but you know, on their YouTube channel and all the training stuff they do. We've, you know, we've all, I'm sure you've done a GCN workout on YouTube in some way, shape, or form. Um, and found yourself shouting unpleasant things at, uh, at the team. Um, so that's you know there is a human element to this, which uh, we you know we wish everybody the best there. Um, in terms of the, the consumer element, it places a big question mark over where a lot of people, particularly in the USA, um, will access um, pro- yeah, professional cycling races. Um, we've just become it's become such you know a big part of the way that we that we watch and we analyze and we learn. I don't want to. You know, make it. We consume cycling content. That's kind of the. That is what we do. Um, but it's just become a huge part of you know of our cycling lives. And at a commercial level, yeah, as an individual in, in Europe, you go from paying you know forty pounds a year at thirty nine ninety nine is my subscription, um, to having to pay six ninety nine a month. Um, so you know, there's you know the thick end of eighty four, eighty five pounds a year. Um, more than doubling the cost to watch the Discovery Plus standard channel. Um, if you want to throw in TNT Sports, which now has added or Lachanui, um, that's twenty nine ninety nine a month. Um, so it's a lot of money um, to to watch cycling stuff. Um, and also there's the question marks about the, the, the extra things that the real value is add stuff. I, I find there's a lot of the documentaries um, that the GCN team have done over the last two years. Um, which are really you know, just 
incredible bits of filmmaking, journalism, whatever you want to call it, and have really been fascinating, giving you insights into not just professional cycling, but you know, the endurance cycling and, and broadening um, horizons into, yes, gravel, um, you know, into other kinds of cycling and cycling culture um, that you just, you don't get just on Eurosport 1 and Eurosport 2. Um, so it's, you know, these are uncertain times at a, at a time where professional cycling needs if not more coverage, then certainly easier access. Um, and, and next season, um, it's, you know, I think there's a, I certainly have a, a feeling of trepidation. Um, yes, we're going to get the Tour de France, we're going to get the World Tour and so on. But you know, what does that mean for cyclocross, which we'll talk about later on in the show? Um, what does it mean for, you know, the the, the pro and the cat one race, or the, 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 the UCI, but, point one races that we see um particularly in the early part of the spring you know will we still have access to those will these still be televised will how do you see them um and if you're in the usa it's a whole other kind of worms because there doesn't seem to be any uh alternative at the moment um and you know this is not a good thing the america's a big market for any sport um so you know it's uncertain times um I mean, from a commercial perspective, you know, I think I can understand why Warner Brothers Discovery ha- have taken this uh, this step that they said they want to consolidate everything into one place. Um, I think that um, GCN, or they took over the Play Sports Network, um, who originally owned uh, GCN, um, and a company which I think is, is turning over a large amount of money, um, in excess of £100, £150 million, pounds, um, but it's also making losses. I I think I read somewhere during the week that they, they, they lost something like ten million pounds, or was it ten million dollars? It was a chunk of cash. Um, so you know, it's not necessarily an operation that's making a lot of money. Clearly not. Um, and perhaps uh, Warner Brother Discovery is the is the parent company. Went, yeah, let's let's bring everything into one platform and make things a bit you know commercially speaking, at least a bit more viable. Um, but what does that mean for the rest of us? You know, for the for the casual cycling fan, um, we really don't know. Yeah, for you and I, it means things are going to get more expensive. But you know, plus a change. Um, but in the meantime, um, best wishes to to everybody at the GCN team just now. Um, you've done an incredible job, um, and really revolutionised the way, um, that that we watch cycling these days. Um, and you know. I think as a fan, I will be forever grateful for that, um, and I hope that you know your future um, can be as secure um, as we can expect in these times. But yeah, it's it's a real shame. Also, leaving uh, the cycling landscape, um, or at least the, the 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 current version of the cycling landscape, will be Rod Ellingworth, um, deputy principal at. Team Ineos, who it was announced in the last couple of days that, uh, or it was rumoured, I don't think we've had any official confirmation yet, that he had stepped down from his role um, at, uh, at Ineos Grenadiers, um, at a time where, again, there's a, a lot of, if not uncertainty, then certainly upheaval at uh, Ineos Grenadiers. This is very much in a week where, um, you know, Ineos owner Jim Radcliffe um, has taken a 25% stake in Premiership football team Manchester United. You you may have heard of them. Um, and you know, there's, there's been an ongoing battle for the 
for the ownership and for the soul of the club um, over the last seems like the last year or so, isn't it? Um, and Jim Radcliffe has um, been trying to take more of a stake in the club. Now it's 25% um, stake. Um, the word is that um, Sir David Brailsford um, will be spending more time working with, with Mania and he's been, we've seen in some of the uh, the, uh, the news shots outside Old Trafford um, David Brailsford has been spotted there certainly in, in, in the past. Um, so that caster a question mark over you know whether any of those grenadiers. It has been um, a, a slightly a slightly tumultuous. It's certainly been an interesting last season for the the team. Um, big losses, you know, think guys like uh, Teo Gigan Hart, who I think a lot of people would have assumed would have been a, a you know a, a Sky Enios Team GB type guy through and through, um, leaving to go to to, to Lidl Trek. Um, Pavel Sivakov, you know, long term. Uh, rider Ben Tulit, um Danny Martinez, you know, a, a GC contender on, on any day of the week, you know, particularly during a, a, a Grand Tour, and um, all left the team. Um, and you know, at a managerial level, Matteo Tassato, Roger Hammond, Ben Williams, guys like that um, leaving the, the team um, certainly does not speak of you know all being well. Um, it's you know it's been a a lackluster couple of seasons for for any of those Grenadiers, considering the the uh, the impact that they had, you know, up to you know up to twenty nineteen, I guess, um, in Grand Tour racing. Um, it's not as if you know they're they're left with a <laughs> a bunch of mugs. I mean, they've got a, a cracking team. You know, I guess led by Geraint Thomas, um, who's you know signed another contract. He's he's thirty seven, so very much. Um, it's weird thinking of Geraint Thomas as being an elder statesman um, with any team, but very much the, the figurehead for that team. But you've got guys like uh, Carlos Rodriguez, Tom Pidcock, Egan Bernal, you were forgetting that, Josh Tarling, um, Filippo Ganna. So there's a big, you know, a, a team there um, that, you know, sh- you know, can deliver results, you know, even in the face of uh, a Jumbo Visma um, type threat. You know, so they're in terms of a rider perspective, that is not exactly as if they're in turmoil. Um, I suspect there's probably a huge wage bill there that needs to start delivering results. Um, but the reasons behind the the changes and the machinations and so on at uh, Enios Grenadiers um, are unclear. And where Jim Radcliffe's focus is going to be, Dave Brailsford would seem to be moving further and further out the picture. Um, yeah, um, and the Rod Ellingworth's. Um, departure is a shock in as much as he has been, you know, an integral part of that team um, since since its inception. Um, also, you know, he was he set up the uh, the, the, the GB Academy um, back in two thousand and four, which has just been a you know a, a conveyor belt of a conveyor belt of talent uh, over the years, and you know, and that changed when when Rod moved on to to Team Sky. Um, and and so you know, worked with uh, Barry and Victorious for a year before coming back in 2020 to take over the deputy team principal role. Um, so it's, I'm I'm intrigued, as I suspect many of you are, as to what's happening there, um, and you know what what the future is for for any of those grandiers. Um, I guess uh, more will more will be revealed between now and you know next week uh, and, and future shows, but we'll we'll keep you up to date on that. But it's going to 
Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next for Rod Ellingworth, um, who is a guy that you know, could slot in and do a job in any major team. Um, so yeah, uh, will he become you know, you know working for the other side? I really don't know. Um, who knows what happens um, at Ineos Towers or on, on board the Death Star? Um, I'm sure all will be revealed in no doubt spectacular fashion in the the coming weeks and months. This is the Saturday Supplement from the Cycling Legends podcast, powered by vivlavello.cc. Now, as I said at the start of the show, it's Black Friday this week, um, and in jumping on the bandwagon somewhat shamelessly, um, for all listeners uh, on our public feed, um, you will this week have access to all of our content that comes out um, during the week Um normally on our premium channel um, but yeah you can get it all for free gratis and for nothing so what does that mean well that means obviously you get me anyway um, you will get Chris Sidwell's chat with uh, nutritionist Nigel Mitchell um, in part one of our new fitness and well-being series which was published um, on Wednesday past and that will be dropping into your podcaster um, app as we speak you will be able to jump onto the feed zone um, which we'll be recording on Sunday with myself Chris and Dave Stanley um, and you will also be able to hear a little bit of this there is no replacing somebody like that and I I am very very aware that I am not a replacement for her um, and I'm not even going to attempt to be a replacement for her um, but it was sort of a case of uh, I was in the, the middle of a race in the summer and received a, a message from Sebastian and I was sat at dinner with two of my teammates um, and it was, I think we still had a couple of stages left to go of the race and I, <laughs> they were like, you're right. <laughs> Obviously, I always joke that I suffer with facial leakage where my feelings just fall out of my face. I can't control what's happening, good or bad. <laughs> Slight. Like, I won't quite repeat what I said because it wasn't the cleanest language. But along the lines of, golly gosh, you'll never guess who's just sent me a message. That was the voice of Claire Steele's Israel Premier Tech Roland Rider and from 1st of January, Movistar's new signing. Um, I caught up with Claire um, this week to talk about her an incredible first season at world tour level um and a little bit about um her impending move to to team movistar um it was a great chat there's an hour's worth of uh, um just a you know it's called a blether um you know euphemistically an interview um but it was just great catching up with claire again um and hearing about how what it was like inside um, inside the team, inside the peloton during this year, um, where, in which she, you know, she she scored her first pro win. Um, she went to Tour de France Fam of Zwift and um, took part, you know, represented Team GB for the first time. Um, and just a, a great season um, for and an incredible adventure, you know, in her in her own words. Um, and you'll be able to hear that uh, on Wednesday on both the uh, the premium and the the public feeds. So wrapping up um, the show this week, um, it's, it's war, or it could be war. Um, UCI president uh, David Lapartion um, was speaking in an interview with a uh, French outlet Direct Velo um, and he mentioned that uh, cyclocross rider Thibaut Nice 
um, had um, opted to pull out of um, last weekend's UCI Cyclocross World Cup race at Dendermonde, um, having raced it Neil the day before. And if you watch Neil, the, the conditions were terrible. Um, and yeah, you said a bit of fatigue in his legs, a bit of afters from the European Championships. Um, and, you know, he just, just wasn't feeling the love, which you can understand. Um, this did not go down well um, with the uh, the UCI president, um, who's basically saying, you know, the World Cup is not a competition you can pick and choose. Um, and then started to ruminate about whether, you know, a time might exist where, you know, if riders opt to, you know, ride national competitions, like, you know, Super Prestige and uh, the X2 um, bad cameras trophy uh, races and so on, um, then they might, you know, expect, you know, not to be um, allowed to enter the uh, the world championships. Um, we we've kind of been talking about this this theme of you know you know the, the heavies picking and choosing and um, and and turning up at you know just for the big events. Um, we've been talking about this on, on the feed zone, and I suspect we will talk about it again tomorrow um, on the back of this. And, you know, when I last uh, mentioned this in the show, you know, Matthew van der Poel had announced his uh, cyclocross programme for the year, which included you know, six World Cup races and working towards the uh, the World Championships in Tabor. Um, Wout van Aert this last week um, has announced a very limited programme, uh, at least over the over the, uh, the the Christmas and New Year period, I think he's only got five races and only one World Cup, um, which he, he races at Antwerp, um, which will also be uh, Matty van der Poel's opening race of his campaign um, on the 23rd of December. Um, so yeah, is it, you know, are we getting to the stage where the, 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 the um, riders will be, you know, there's almost a minimum qualification um, for, for, UCI events, um, I you know what I, I think I've said before. I think I have some sympathy with it, um, and that you know turning up and winning the world championships have not really been there or about. And you know this this comes back to my comments about gravel, and we'll, we'll park that. Um, but it's an emerging sport, and you know the, the rainbow jersey wears won't probably be there during the. Uh, the World Series event, um, and you know, we something we see that to some extent with cross. We won't see the rainbow jersey um, until December. Uh, I think it's the twenty second of December, which is uh, the day before um, the World Cup race that uh, Matthew van der Poel um, is doing a super prestige race. Um, but you know, is it workable? Is it is it unreasonable to expect you know, if you're going to go, you know, you're going to turn up for the nice things, you're going to have to do the graph first. Um, I don't think it is that unreasonable, actually. You know, Gary inciding with UCI, shocker. Um, the riders and managers, a bit predictably, um, are you know, say, well, wait a minute here. It's you know, up to the riders to decide um, their program and whether they're fit and whether they want to risk themselves and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, I, I, I also have the sympathy. Well, if you can, you know, if you can race on a Saturday in Super Prestige, why can't you race Sunday in the World Cup? Um, it is a a busy program. You know the World. Cyclocross World Cup is over four months, 14 rounds, uh, five countries, um, one of which is the USA. So uh, I think, to be fair, David Lepartion recognised that uh, going over to um, the USA at the start of the season is a bit of a schlep um, to come back and then start a European season um, and perhaps understands that. But, you know, in a, 
in a season that is predominantly in Belgium, um, the Netherlands and France, um, with a bit of Italy and then obviously the USA thrown in, um, you know, I, I can understand that it's, it's, a, it's a big ask of riders. But, you know, if you're going to target the World Championships and only going to turn up for two or three of the big races, should you be allowed in? Ooh. I don't know. Um, I, I think I think there should be some kind of minimum standard, some qualification, and I know that uh, I know that the, uh, the the national federations um, you know make their choices and they have their own um, criteria for this. But should it be on a, on a UCI level? Is it UCI points and UCI races and so on and so forth? Um, I don't think it's you know it's is a bad idea as as perhaps uh, many people might think. Um, but yeah, we'll wait and see. <laughs> you know, drop me an email, cyclinglegendspodcast at gmail.com or contact me on the, the socials at the Gary Fairley or at cyclinglegends1. Um, and let me know what you think. You know, should there be a minimum standard for um, for world championships, whether that be in terms of races run or points earned? Who knows? So this has been the Saturday supplement for the 18th of November 2023. Where has the year gone? Uh, we are now getting into the not quite the depths of a Scottish winter here, but it's pretty miserable. Um, and it kind of feels like there's not a lot to look forward to. However, we've got cyclocross this weekend on GCN and Eurosport. We've got Super Prestige today uh, from Mertzplaz in Belgium. And tomorrow the Cyclocross World Cup moves to France and to Troy for around four uh, of the the series, uh, yeah, we'll be tied any rider that doesn't turn up, huh? Um, I hope you've enjoyed my ramblings today. Um, as I said, there will be premium content on the free feed this week, um, so you can listen to me again tomorrow. I'm so very sorry. Um, on the feed zone, we've got Claire Steels coming up on Wednesday. Um, if you want to have a look at uh, signing up for our premium content, head over to Cycling Legends podcast.com where you can do so for the princely sum of £3.50 a month in the meantime thanks for your company I hope you've enjoyed the show drop me a line cyclinglegendspodcast at gmail.com and continue the conversation Uh, but in the meantime thanks for listening and I'll speak to you again next Saturday on the Saturday Supplement from the Cycling Legends Podcast powered by vivelovello.cc bye